Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. I'm out walking by the local castle. It's just 10 or 15 minutes to walk from where I live. And uh, it's very lush here. This park has all kinds of trees, very varied veg- vegetation, which I love. Hazels and alders and oaks and ashes, uh, aspens, maples. Yeah, I just love this. This very rich ecosystem in this park. And if I'm not entirely mistaken, I may even find some fruit on this walk because I know that they have apples and pears and uh, plums. So um, that's the setting for today's podcast. There's been a lot happening for me and for Reclaiming the Throne over the last week. Last Sunday we had a ceremony, the Seeds of Sanctuary ceremony, which included a 90-minute ritual. We had just a ton of interest for this uh, ritual, the ceremony, and more than 100 people registered and more than half of them made it, and it was just complete fire. And uh, today I... I'm riding that, that wave, that fire from Sunday. And if you were there, you, you probably know what I'm talking about. And if you weren't there, I hope that you join us if we choose to do this again. Heading down to the lake here now. And, um, you know, I, I was going to speak about that. There was something that I came to think of after a little event that I hosted last night and it's about the true purpose of initiation this idea of it being a second birth and for us men a birth into men's culture and I see the greatest problem in our culture now might be this is at least the greatest problem, challenge for us men, that, that we're not able to, in a healthy way, individuate out of the feminine and out of the body that gave birth to us. And so, so many males in, in our culture, in the Western culture is what I'm talking about then, just, we don't know if we're boys or men. And we're living in a world right now where the symptoms, the consequences of that failure to initiate are so readily apparent. They're all over the place. And this is what I want to address as I'm walking under some really old alders here. So that's it, let's dive in. 
If you listen to some of these podcasts already, you may know that I'm not all too chuffed about the way that this world is developing right now. And I would imagine that you share that perspective with me. I've been following the situation in Australia. I've been following the situation in many countries. And I see something very disconcerting. I see a lot of people in positions of power and positions of influence, like the media, journalists, speaking about what is occurring in our world now, the loss of freedom, the rise of tyranny, in a very numb, callous way. It's like they don't care. They don't care that people are killing themselves at unprecedented levels. They don't care that people are relapsing in addictions. They don't care to even investigate if the narrative is entirely correct. And rather than care about these things, there's a kind of fake care. Like, we need to take care of each other by stealing all of our freedom. This is a kind of care that I haven't seen before. It is a very peculiar kind of care that you limit people's freedom to express, freedom to act, freedom to roam to such an extent that they spiral down into psychological hell and they eventually sometimes kill themselves. This is now called care. Have you noticed this? So there's this massive level of numbness. It's almost as if all of these people are traumatized out of their flesh and they're just hovering above themselves, speaking these super dissociated ideas about what is supposed to be care without actually even having a connection with their body and their heart. So a lot of these people that I see speak about these things are either nice guys, I would say emasculated men, or really masculine women. Masculine men and feminine women, or shall we say people that are at home in their natural essence, i.e. it doesn't have to be feminine women or masculine men, or that there's some kind of naturalness to people. They don't seem to express the same kind of callousness. It's like they're home in themselves. Which leads me to initiation. I will return to an African proverb that I love so much. If you don't initiate the young into the tribe, they will burn it down just to feel the heat. When we hear this quote, there is a tendency to imagine super reckless young boys that haven't been sufficiently cultured, so they just run around and destroy things. I think most of us men have had childhoods where we killed things and destroyed things as an element in our learning journey 
around boundaries and mortality. What is dangerous, what is not. It's essential. Though, a lot of people have not had this opportunity. They have been rushed past this exploratory period because they've had overprotective parents. They've grown up in a culture where they learned that you're not supposed to expose yourself to danger. Danger is terrible. You need to avoid danger at all costs, which is a symptom of this helicopter parenting which has been emerging in our culture. And this, this grows out of a shift from the masculine to a kind of neurotic feminine in, in terms of our cultural values. Let's be clear that this isn't the feminine per se, it's the neurotic feminine. It's not the mature feminine. The, nature, the mature feminine understands that a boy needs to go out and play and climb and do things. Of course. So, these people, and I want to focus on us men now, and if you're a woman listening, see if it resonates with you in terms of your experience with partners, friends, brothers. Is that, as men, we have a huge evolutionary challenge somewhere in our teenage years. Born of a female body, at least for the time being, it seems like science will be wanting to change that in labs and I don't know even if it will change into male bodies eventually, that would be kind of creepy for me. But, but anyway, science, science has its way of playing with things. Um, born out of female bodies. And the energy of that female body is in our body. The conditioning, the, the emotions, the prenatal trauma patterns that we may have been delivered as we were slushing around in the womb. These are so primal, these are so deep in our being, and yet we don't typically confront them in our culture. And so, as men, we live within a world of mother, big M mother, capital M, the archetypal mother, because that's the default unless we are initiated. And when you see these people that are callous, that are numb, and they talk about care in this weird way, I see that. I see that, at least in the men. I see men that just want to do the right thing. They want to protect, and they're scared themselves because, you know, they haven't learned to be out in the world and challenge themselves and individuate away from the female body. So they still live inside of that culture of neuroticism where the mother 
if you look at it archetypally, is, is kind of hungry for him. And that hunger turns the home into kind of a womb. And you're not supposed to leave the womb because outside of the womb is dangerous. Don't leave the womb because mama will not have the opportunity to protect you outside of the womb. And so we, we live in this world where in subtle or overt ways we're trying to please our mama when we are not initiated. And if we're not trying to please her, we're trying to rebel, which is to say that we're doing exactly the opposite of what mama says, but essentially we have exactly the same kind of origin point for our actions as if we were seeking out the safety. So the conditioning ground zero is, is the same. And this is how we live as men in today's world. We are seeking safety based on not wanting to leave the womb. Or we are on some level rebelling against mama and um, ensuring that we, we give ourselves enough of a spectacle to believe that we are men. This is what you will see with, with men that are pursuing women chronically are not able to stop it, um, need to pursue all kinds of validations in the form of material things because I need to somehow prove myself to be a man because I don't know inside that I am. So that is basically the symptom, which, which is actually a problem, like a real deep problem. Because this is the place of dissociation. Since our bodies are somehow in a kind of icky way that we more or less consciously reject. We dislike this way that our bodies feel entangled with the feminine. We feel entangled with the mother, capital M mother. Then it's hard to be embodied. Because embodiment involves sort of shrinking and regressing back into the womb because that is the patterning that we have in our body. That's a real problem. And so you see then these callous, so-called caring politicians, journalists, various people of influence that have really done nothing caring for people like ever. It's all about protecting my image and seeming like a good man. Now all of a sudden I'm stuck in these roles of protecting and, and I become like a, a boy ed agent of the nanny state. Look, mommy, how well I'm doing in keeping people safe. Disembodiment, trauma dissociation, because as a culture, we don't know how to show men the male mode of being in their bodies. This is what I see. 
that there is a neurotic feminine that is so strong in our culture that is on some level teaming up with the tyrannical masculine and creating this horrific duo of repression and loss of freedom. And uh, after the break, I will be addressing what we can do to shift this with initiation. Talk to you soon. After our Seeds of Sanctuary ceremony on August the 22nd, our new community platform Sanctuary is officially open. Sanctuary is a place free from big tech censorship and all kinds of woke bullshit and toxic narratives. This is a place where like-minded souls from the whole world, men and women both, gather to have deep inquiries into cutting-edge topics and to get support to rise in life in this difficult time. So join us here if you want access to free group coaching once per month, paid memberships, powerful rituals and great community. Register to Sanctuary now on innerthrone.com sanctuary. Welcome. So I'm walking around these absolutely magnificent oak trees here in the Castle Park. And as I've told you before, oak trees, yeah, they just are my favorite tree. The amount of soul, life, gnarliness, the majesty, the huge trunks and the roots that just sprawl out over the grounds, the foliage just spreading out. It's just the canopy is just so impressive. And this is why I brought an oak tree into the Seeds of Sanctuary Ceremony. So the seed essentially is an acorn. An acorn that will grow and represent a new timeline for humanity. Much like the Druids thought of oaks back in the days. So maybe there's a little bit of a Druid gene inside of me. Hell, who knows? Maybe I was a Druid in a past life. Returning to the topic at hand here, initiation. What we need now, in my perception, in our culture, is to reintroduce rituals of initiation back as a culturally accepted and expected ritual that is part of the growing up part of the culturing the raising of a good person especially for men because we need as Robert Bly pointed out back in the days that we need to separate from the gendered expression of our bodies we don't need to just separate. We are moving away from one gender into a different one. And when we don't do that successfully, there's so much confusion that can arise. And I believe that a lot of the confusion in our culture around gender comes from us not successfully teaching the children about gender, the healthy kind of natural expression, and how we can, um, how we can come to feel peaceful and at home in in our gender 
So when the elders in indigenous cultures brought the young, say the boys, away from the center of the tribe, away from the women, away from the other children, and into some kind of some kind of quest, the purpose of that, ooh, there's a deer. It's a fallow deer to my left with huge antlers that just came running, looking at me right now. Wow. Um, they took them on this quest to support them in actually finding a foundation in themselves that was congruent with the biological sex that they were born into. And so the idea then was to discover the male mode of nurture so that nurture could come from the male body and not just the female body. And that discovered the quality of brotherhood and to really, in a deep somatic way, disentangle from the body of the person who gave birth to me. If you haven't done this successfully in your life, you're going to be a mess of a partner for a woman. And if you're a woman listening to this, you know this very well, that if your partner, if your partner is a man, hasn't done his work in terms of disentangling from his mother, you, you are struggling with him and he's struggling with you and it's a mess. And if you have a partner like that, it's probably because you have similar issues with your father. And so it's all a bit of a, a bit of a soap opera. This is, this is very common. So the, the idea that I want to convey here is really that of initiation being a second birth. That you're born from your mother, that's your first birth, it gives birth to your biological body. And then the second birth of your authentic gender expression, your safe grounding in yourself, your role in the tribe, the culture, that, that is initiation. That is when you are brought into the culture as an adult, by adults qualified to bring, bring you. And we don't have very many qualified adults now because almost all of them are entangled with their mamas. And then they become cruel and dissociative. Cruel to themselves or cruel to others. Doesn't matter, cruelty is the default. Yet in our culture, we believe that strong men are cruel. We think that weak men are good and we got it exactly the wrong way around. It's all topsy-turvy. Strong men are men who have successfully individuated away from the female mode of being and can thus from that place re-engage with the feminine in a healthy way to reclaim the parts of him which are feminine but not be washed out by them, not be completely confused by them, but actually be nourished and enriched by them. So, so this, 
I've been speaking to this for, for years now, and it still doesn't seem like I've made much of a dent in culture, but at least I've reached hundreds of men with this message, maybe thousands uh, with the message of inspiration, but hundreds with an actual transformation. Because, you know, this was something that I struggled so much with myself, the way that I was entangled with my mother and the way that I didn't find qualified guidance in how to disentangle. And I understand now why, because everyone was entangled. Nobody or very few had been successfully transitioning into adulthood. Luckily, I eventually find, found men who had. But I, I just want you to consider now this focus on safety that we have in our culture as an expression of some neurotic feminine mode of being that is default for a man before he has initiated. And so, because these men are so afraid, they are willing to get numb and callous and to basically do cruel, horrible things to people that make them feel unsafe. And we can't have that be the default in our culture anymore because men like that can be so easily controlled by tyrants. You, you just school them on what to be afraid of and then now you have yourself a willing slave. A neurotic man who is afraid of something that he has been taught to be afraid of and who is willing to hurt other people in order to escape danger himself. Can you see this in our culture? Can you see this in public office? Can you see this in the media? Can you see this in influencers? Can you see this? I want you to see this. I want you to recognize that being a strong man is love. And being a weak man is fear. Strength is what is good. Weakness has never been a good thing. And if we don't find our unique individuated expression, we are weak. Make no mistake, we are. I mean, I, I don't mean to judge or shame here. So just be clear that this has been me for so long in my life. And actually speaking to it in a real clear shooting way, just being sharp and not all fuzzy about it. That's what's helped me liberate myself. And I think that is going to be the case for you as well if you're still stuck in this swamp of entanglement with the feminine. So, in the conversation in the times of this pandemic around freedom or safety, understand that the safety conversation is largely led by people that are associated or resonating mostly with the kind of neurotic, neurotic mother and the child. And the freedom conversation is associated more with the archetypal father 
and more of a teenage mentality. The people that are neurotically pursuing safety have a tendency of judging the people that stand for freedom as, well, selfish teenage rebellions. Uh, and, you know, that I think there's some truth to that. Though at the end of the day, at some point, the child needs to become a teenager. And so don't judge the teenager from the position of being a child. Because now you've just put an evolutionary ceiling right in front of you. I see a lot of people do this. The mature path is to find a nice balance between freedom and safety and realizing that ultimately, if you lose freedom entirely, there is no safety. There is no safety. I'm trying to remember the quote here, if you... Yeah, I don't remember. don't remember the quote. You probably know which quote I'm thinking about. Anyway, it's, uh, it's the message that I have. If you give away freedom entirely with the premise of being safe, you are drowning yourself in the womb of the archetypal mother hoping that one day you will become an adult, that you will have a permission to become an adult. That will never happen. It's an inner job. And you have to do it on the inside. You need to be free now. And this is the initiation that we're experiencing. As we're losing more and more, our, as we're losing more and more of our freedoms, based on the premise that is going to make us safer, more and more people are realizing that there's something about this that doesn't feel right. This devouring mother that just wants to consume all of the children, make them not grow up, ensure that they're at home so that she can suck on their life force, essentially, and ensure that they are weak so that tyrant father can come in and put the axe in their, in their chests without resistance. We're seeing this happening in our culture, and we don't like it. There may be some of you listening who are like, what the fuck are you talking about, Ivan? Are you mad? Um, fair enough, you're not my audience. But for those of you who actually know what I'm talking about here, you are currently in this place of, this doesn't feel right. And that is the invitation to initiation. So, I hope that brings further clarity to the task at hand in, in our lives right now collectively. Because it's a minority that understands this. Because it's a minority that's interested in individuating. So many people are too traumatized and too entangled with their conditioning from their parents to actually have the resources to pursue individuation. And so they just want their parents, archetypally speaking, uh, to, to take care of them, which in the, in the manifest world ends up being the government. So the attitude is, save me government, save me corporations, I feel scared, save me. 
So, that's the task ahead. We need to initiate in our culture our young and ourselves. We need to become whole and sovereign so that we can find the right balance between safety and freedom, which is hard. Very complicated conversation. Though, ultimately, freedom must prevail. Otherwise, everyone will regress into an infantilized state, at which point people start losing their minds, go into mass psychosis and start killing themselves and each other. That is the price we'll pay if we don't take this call seriously. As I walk through the park here, let's see if we can find something up on these plum trees. Maybe I'll take a picture of this oak because it's so gorgeous. I think I will. And uh, yeah, let's start wrapping this up. So I'm walking up to the fruit trees here around the castle now, ready to get myself an apple, some plums maybe. Would expect most of the low-hanging fruit has been picked by people walking past though. But my God, there's a lot of plums. We had so much rain yesterday, like crazy amounts of rain. It was, uh, it was almost biblical. I'm gonna try one of these plums. I think maybe it's a little, Ah, uh, that's quite sour. Not quite. Ooh, but over here. I was thinking to bring a couple home to Michelle because she's been excited about these plums. Yeah, I was going to say at the end of this podcast that if this resonates with you, I would love for you to consider joining us on this upcoming round of Reclaiming the Throne. And we start on September the 13th, this round. We have room for you. And so if you're a man pursuing initiation, if you see the troubling developments in our world and you wonder what to do about it, come to us. We will help you. Not only will we resource you through a second birth to discover who you are as a man, but we will also support you. Oh, it's a little birdie that came. Oh, <laughs> I'm so close. <laughs> totally tame. Hey, birdie. I bet you haven't heard a sales pitch like this before. Eating plums and saying hi to birds. So you will find that, that grounding. And you will find the strength to lean into life in a whole new way facing these challenging times head on i want you there if you're a man who's ready to take the next step because we have seven years of experience and a track record that is well i'm very proud of it and we will we will stand with you. We will take you under our wing and we will walk with you as brothers. And we will ensure that come New Year, the 
clarity that you have in your life and the capacity to make things happen is just at a whole new level. So if that's something that you want to do, then just find the Inner Throne uh, website and click your way there, innerthrone.com, and you'll find the initiation there. Would love to see that happen. And uh, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I can unfortunately not uh, take these plums yet because they are sour as all hell. But um, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to enjoy myself. In a couple of hours, I'm going to go shooting. I don't really hunt, but I want to start hunting. And so I'm going with a friend to a shooting range. I'm going to shoot a rifle uh, for a couple of hours and just start getting into it. Okay, that's what I'm up to. Hope you're up to something fun, and I'll talk to you next Friday. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you, and don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday, when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to masculineos.com for a comprehensive free guide.